The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Often, we go through life thinking we are the only person in the world shouldering problems, stress, depression, and anxiety. What we don't always realize is that there are plenty of people dealing with many of these same issues in their lives. Welcome to Stream in the Desert with your host, Dr. Rita Huang. In today's program, we hope you will find a story that matches feelings and issues that you've been dealing with. In the resolutions of these issues, our hope is that you will also find the inspiration you need. Now, here is Dr. Rita. Do you remember stories you were told as a child? It could be from your parents, grandparents, brothers, sisters, friends, neighbors, teacher. Maybe some of the stories still impacts you today. When I was a little girl, I used to tell stories to my brother to put him to sleep. I made up story along the way, and the story has to be continued for the next night. My stories were very long, so it took him a long time before he could hear the end of it. I love to use imagination to come up with stories. While we were growing up, we used to create a town in our home. Each one of us decided what kind of store we wanted to own. My sister owned a clothing store. My brother had a toy shop and had a bank and a bookstore. My brothers and sister had to come to my bank to get money to shop. I made corns by rubbing paper on wheel corns with color crayon. Then I cut them out. I also made paper money. Besides doing the bank business, I was also running a bookstore. I was the author of all the books, so I was busy making money and writing stories every single day. When I became a mother, I encouraged my kids to use imagination to create stories. I would tell the beginning of the story. They would take turns coming up with ideas to extend the story. With the combination of all our ideas and personalities together, we created the funniest, dramatic, adventure stories no one has ever heard of. Today, I'm a counselor. I still like to make up analogy stories in the counseling sessions. Using stories in counseling, teaching, or daily conversation are effective for the following reasons. Analogy stories capture people's attention give them memorable and applicable insights, and confront the situation in a non-threatening way. Analogy stories also explain abstract concepts into a concrete one, promote behavior change, and explain the love of God in a simple way. I'll explain and illustrate this point with the background of how these analogy stories were created in the counseling session. No name will be mentioned in any of the stories to protect people's privacy. In the future shows, I'll talk about the Nazi stories using real-life examples everyone can identify to explain the meaning of the stories. Let's talk about why using Nazi stories are effective with people. Stories capture people's attention. How do cap- stories capture people's attention? Stories and Nazi engage people's heart and mind and immediately draw them in. 
It also stirs up their curiosity to capture the attention. Once I capture the attention of the listener, I can gradually lead to the point of my talk to help them to solve their issues. Do you know people have fairly short attention spans? Some research has found that listeners only retain about 70% of what they hear in the first minutes. Then they only retain 20% of what they hear in the next 10 minutes. Telling a patient a short story in the first 10 minutes when you catch their attention is most effective. I made up stories to fit each patient's need and unique situation. Let me tell you a time when a couple was fighting in that session and became so angry that they were attacking each other verbally. Neither of them wanted to give up because they both wanted to win the battle. First, they talked about the issues they were disagreeing very strongly about, but rather quickly, they switched to attacking each other's personality. And then, they both brought up mistakes they made in the past. The wife told her husband, that she wanted to paint the cabinet in the bathroom white. The husband said, Why do we need to paint it? It looks good in brown color the way it is now. The wife said, The bathroom is so small and looks gloomy with dark cabinet. I like our guests going in and feel comfortable there. Husband replied, I know if you change the color of the cabinet, you also change the floor, the color of the wall, and everything else to match. Then it comes with a huge bill. The wife said, so what? Can't you just let me do what I want? I'm using my own money, not yours. It's always about you. You never let me do what I want. The husband said, you never let me do what I want either. You complain every time I go out with my friends. Now I have no friends. You only think about yourself. The wife said, I have to take care of everyone here. I have no time for myself either. Don't you care about our kids? Your friends are more important than the kids and me. I'm always on the bottom of your list. The husband replied, I'm on the bottom of your, of your list also. The kids are always more important than me. You always have time for them, but you have no time for me. They went on and on attacking each other. I knew if I didn't stop the fight, they were going to destroy themselves. I stopped them in the middle of the fight and began to tell them a Nazi story. They paid full attention as I told them the Nazi story of the cow in the session. I'll talk about this story in the future shows. The cow story really captured the attention and they both calmed down and listened to the cow story attentively. This story seems to spark something in their mind and feelings. They agree with me and they also could see how it related to other situations where they were acting exactly like the characters in the story. Once there was another couple who wanted to be fair in their relationship. The husband complained that he did not feel love from his wife because she should know that he liked everything to be organized. He's tired of cleaning up after her and he did not feel it was fair for her to do that. So he just gave up helping her and let the house stay messy. But he would complain about the house being messy every time he walked in the house. The wife complained. All you do is to complain. I have to do everything in this house. I feel like I'm a maid. You don't help me. Why would you treat me like a maid? I guess you don't love me. If you loved me, you would have been helping me with the housework and childcare. You're always too busy with your friends. It's not fair. I'm in the last in your life. It's make me sick when you want to hug me. 
the couple was complaining to each other in a session because they both have expectation on each other. Since neither of the expectation had been met, they felt like it was not fair that they had to do more than the other person. I came up with a hippo story in a session to help them to refocus. They stopped the fight and began to listen to my story. From that story, we came up with some homework for them to do. The next session, they came back and reported that things were better between them after the last session. You see, using an naughty story in the Bautu situation captured the couple's attention, stopped the fight, calmed the spirit, so they could look at the situation in a different way. Stories give memorable and applicable insight. Have you ever experienced a session with a counselor who said something to you that was very helpful? As soon as you leave your counselor's office, you don't remember what the counselor said. Even worse, when someone asks you what you talk about in a session, you don't know how to clearly share what you learned. That's why I use analogy stories in counseling sessions, because it gives my patient a tangible picture or image in their mind that helps them to remember the concept I was trying to convey. So often, my patient may not remember what we talk about in a session, but they always remember the story I was telling them. From the story, they remember the concept I was presenting to them. For example, the train track story I created to help a person to stop himself from getting angry. Every time he saw a train, he remembered my story. Later, he found a medallion that had a train imprinted on it. Which he wore constantly to remind himself to stop and do something to prevent himself from slipping into anger. Later on, this story also helped several patients who were struggling with different kinds of addictions. It also helped couples to let go of their negative emotions rather than escalating into fights. If you want to know what the train story is all about, you can order my new book, "The Hippo That Fell Off the Seesaw and Other Parables from Christian Counseling." The shorter name for the book is Hippo Book. The naughty stories in the book can be useful in counseling, teaching, daily conversation with teenagers, family, and friends. And there are also tips in helping yourself and others. This book will be helpful for you, whether you are Christian or not. You can order this book through Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com. You can also order directly from TrinityChristianCounseling.com. Let's go back to talking about another analogy story that brought up a tangible image that reminded a young woman to act in a different way. Once there was a young woman who had problem with anxiety and depression. She told me that everyone seemed to want to get a piece out of her. She found herself always helping others, but she was not getting the same treatment in return. She would do anything to help them, but she got very angry afterwards. Why was it that everyone asked me for help? Because of them, she could not accomplish everything she needed to get done. You see, she had a hard time saying no to anyone. This was her typical day. She woke up early in the morning and made breakfast, packed lunch for her husband and her kids. Then she drove to her kids to school. She was going. She was going to go home and do some work for her business. But she ran into one of the mom at the school, and they talked for a long time. This mom recruited her to be in a fundraising committee. By the time she got home, it was almost late morning. 
She sat down on the chair and started reading her Bible. Her plan was to work on her business afterwards. Before she could finish reading one page, the phone started to ring. She ran to answer the phone. It was her mother-in-law who wanted to go shopping with her. Even though she's supposed to manage her business while the kids were in school, she decided to go out with her mother-in-law because she did not want to disappoint her. She finally came home and trying to cook dinner. Then her friend called and asked her if she could come over and help her with the sewing project. She did not want her friend not being able to get help, so she ended up her friend's doorstep right away. She finally got to come home and start cooking dinner. The doorbell rang. It was her neighbor who wanted to borrow some sugar from her. They talked for a long time. When her husband and kids came home, there was no dinner on the table. Kids were crying and screaming because everyone was tired and hungry. She ordered pizza and helped the kids with the homework. Took them to the after-school activities. By the time she put the kids to bed, she had no more energy to do anything. But she, so she went to bed. But she could not sleep because she worried that she could not beat her deadline for work. She also thought about millions of things she did not finish during the day. She began to feel anxious and depressed. She thought, "I must be an incapable wife, mother, and work associate." After many sessions working with her, I came up with an analogy story called the backpack story to help her deal with her issues. She found it very helpful. Every time she thought of the backpack, she remembered that she needed to set boundaries for herself, so she would be healthy physically and emotionally. Let's take a break. Stay tuned for the rest of the story. The experts call toll free right now one eight six six four seven two five seven eight seven and ask our all star team to answer your questions. That's one eight six six four seven two fifty seven eighty seven. Thank you for calling VoiceAmerica.com. Are you struggling with relationships and wonder what you need to do? Are you facing crises and challenges in your life? How about emotional disturbances such as anxiety, depression, fear, or stress? Do you need some help? Get a hold of Dr. Rita's Hippo book. In her book, she provides fresh perspectives on how to wisely navigate the challenges in life. She uses parables and analogies to help you find insight and coping strategies in your struggles. The life scenarios she uses in the book are situations you can identify with, as you often find yourself as one of the stories in her book. The title of her book is "The Hippo That Fell Off the Seesaw" and other parables from Christian counseling. You can order it from Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or you can also download it as an ebook. Dr. Rita likes to hear about your concerns, so she can pray for you. You can email her at care at dr-rita.com or visit the website TrinityChristianCounseling.com. You can also call the Trinity Counseling Center at five one seven. Three three two sixty three hundred, and leave a message for her. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships 
self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are. In the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Stream in the Desert with Dr. Rita. For more information about the program or Dr. Rita, please visit trinitychristiancounseling.com. Now, back to this week's inspiring program. Today, she's feeling confident and happy within herself, and she has a healthier relationship with her family and friends. I will talk about the backpack story in the future shows to help you cope with stresses in your life. Be sure to join me in the future shows. Stories confront a person in a non-threatening way. Have you ever had a time when your counsel confronted you for what you have been doing? You sat there silently and kept all your feelings bottled up inside. As soon as you left the counseling room, perhaps you became so angry that you decided to find a different counselor that would agree with you. You even told everyone not to go to this counselor because he or she made you feel bad. Perhaps you felt worse when you came out from the session, but you knew deep inside your heart that you needed to change. Sometimes the truth hurts. For some people, feeling guilty may be the first step of behavioral change. I prefer showing mercy to people rather than confrontation most of the time. But often I care for my patients so much that I don't want the person to be self-destructive. Then I have to reveal the truth. I usually made up a Nazi story to help my patient to understand the situation in a way that confronts the situation without confronting the person. Using stories can convey my ideas in a non-threatening way and my patient often clearly gets the message. Once there was a man who was having a relationship with many women. I realized that he was not hurting them, but he was also hurting himself. In the middle of one of the sessions, I told him the story of the china plate and the paper plate I created at the moment. At the end of the story, he said that it was the paper plate and it burst into laughter. The message, however, came across to him loud and clear. By recognizing he was the paper plate, he was able to make some changes in life. After months of counseling, he finally settled with one woman and they were planning to get married. Another time, 
the woman came from an alcoholic family where she had to be the parent to take care of her drunken parents. There were anger outbursts between her parents, and they were drunk. She had to be the responsible little girl who did everything to make sure everyone was okay. Since her life was out of control as a child, she wanted to be in control of everything in her life as an adult. She wanted everything to do it her way, or else she would be upset. If she is unhappy, everyone around her would be miserable. She became the leaders in many community groups, and she was in charge of many activities. But there was a problem. She seemed to have a problem getting along with people. Because of her negativity, she would spread rumors about others who wanted to be in charge of some activities. You see, she had to take charge of everything on her own. She had trouble trusting that people would do a better job than her. She did not want anyone else to take the credits. She wanted herself to be the superior. With her spreading rumors about others that was threatening to her. She divided people rather than bringing them together. People would try to please her outwardly, but they hated her inwardly. She came to my office and complained the stresses she had with people. I tried to help her to understand why she became who she was today. I came up with a Nazi story of the past, the message, to help her to understand how she got into trouble with people. It was like the light switch turned on. She grieved over the losses in her childhood, forgave the one who hurt her, took responsibility for her part in different situations, and learned to love herself and other people in a healthy way. Stories also explain difficult concept into a simple one. You know, sometimes in counseling sessions, your counselor tries to explain a concept to you on how to deal with the situation. You ask question and try to understand what the counselor is trying to tell you. You understand maybe about forty percent of it, but you don't really know what he or she meant. In order to be polite, so you decide not to ask any more question and try to take part of the the part that you could understand. But as soon as you leave the counseling session, you forgot what the counselor was trying to tell you. As you know, some concepts are very abstract and it's hard to understand, especially if the counselor uses professional terminology to explain the concept. Whenever I see the puzzled look on my patient's facial expression, I'll come up with a story to help them understand what I was trying to convey to him or her. Analogy stories help to turn an abstract concept into a concrete one. When there's a tangible object in their mind, they could relate to. The tangible object makes the abstract concept concepts becomes easier to understand. A college student wanted to be liked by everyone. She tries so hard to be nice to people, and she finds out people do not give her the same treatment. You see, pleasing people or seeking people's approval became most important in her life. She often felt depressed when she was alone in her dorm room because she felt like no one liked her. She wanted so much to be accepted, so she tried so hard to be somebody else, but she couldn't. She admired those who were outgoing and outspoken. She wished she could be like them. But she often could not come up with anything to say because she worried she would say the wrong thing. It gave her so much anxiety when she wanted to be somebody else. She did not know that she could never get there. By pleasing others and losing herself, she became an anxious and depressed person because she was not in control of her life. 
I told her the story of relational circle. All of a sudden, it was like the light switch turned on. She realized what she was doing was giving the control to others and not taking control of her own life. She began to look at the relationship in a different way, and she was no longer needed to let others control her. Since she was, she was finally in control of her friendship circle, she became less depressed and anxious. I'll be telling this story in the future shows. Be sure you listen to it. There was another time when a couple spent all their lives trying to change each other. They both believed if the other spouse changed, then everything would be okay. Let's use the name John and Mary. John was a spare of the moment kind of person. He could not handle his wife's rigid schedule. She would get upset if he changed her schedule. One day, John said to Mary, "There's nothing wrong to take the kids to the park because it's such a beautiful sunny day. Why do we have to stay home to clean the house? You're so rigid with your schedule that you cannot enjoy life." Mary was mad. She said, "Today's the only day we can clean the house. Work has to come first. You complain about the house being dirty, and now you want to play instead of work." Why can't you be more responsible? You need to be more responsible. Both John and Mary insist that the other person needed to change to accommodate his or her plan. Since both of them wanted to win, the battle stayed on. I interrupted them by telling them a story of Mr. Green Square and Miss Green Circle to end the session. Next week, they came back and told me the story really helped them. Now they learn to accept each other's differences, and to come up with ideas that solve their conflicts. Stories also promote behavior change. Have you have you ever felt that you had a hard time changing any of your behaviors, even though you know they are not good for you? Are you feeling frustrated that you are just not motivated to take action to make changes? I often use an artist story to help my patient. So that they can find motivation to change, since stories involve us in a personal and emotional way, they like opening the door into the mind of the listener in an area the person has not yet explored. It creates an emotional reaction whenever they think about the picture of the story. The emotional power of the story is the key to bridge the cognitive meaning to a concept. The emotional and cognitive concept ignites into action, and as a result, causes behavior change. Many of my patients seem to struggle with depression, anxiety, and fear at a specific time, such as in the morning, before going to bed, or when waking up in the middle of the night. I came up with the Twilight Zone story to help my patient to be aware of those times when they tend to have more negative feelings and thoughts, so that they can develop coping skills by changing their behavior. I'll be talking about the Twilight Zone story in the future shows. In another situation, a woman liked to blame others for every negative things that happened in her life. She had been depressed because she felt like everyone in this world was against her. Because of that, she looked at herself as a victim, as a victim. She was stuck as a victim her whole life. She felt like her life would not be great unless other people around her began to change. I felt sad for her, got stuck in her life. In the midst of my compassion, trust her. I came up with the boomerang story to help her to get out of her rut in her life. This boomerang story also was useful for mother, who has a daughter who cut herself. 
Instead of focusing on the reality to fix the situation, she blamed her husband for not paying attention to their daughter. She also blamed her daughter's therapist for not doing anything to prevent the cutting. So she switched her daughter from one therapist to another. She blamed her daughter's brother for not treating his little sister well. She blamed her daughter's boyfriend for causing her grief. She blamed herself for not being a good mother, and she began to blame God for looking not looking after her daughter's well-being. The list went on and on. I told her the boomerang story, and this made her realize that she was hurting herself when she put the blame on everyone. It did not help her daughter and herself at all. The story helped her to focus on reality and taking positive steps for daughter's healing process. Let's take a break. Stay tuned for more stories. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll free right now at one eight six six four seven two five seven eight seven. One eight six six four seven two fifty seven eighty seven. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you struggling with relationships and wonder what you need to do? Are you facing crises and challenges in your life? How about emotional disturbances such as anxiety, depression, fear, or stress? Do you need some help? Get a hold of Dr. Rita's Hippo book. In her book, she provides fresh perspectives on how to wisely navigate the challenges in life. She uses parables and analogies to help you find insight and coping strategies in your struggles. The life scenarios she uses in the book are situations you can identify with as you often find yourself as one of the stories in her book. The title of her book is The Hippo That Fell Off the Seesaw and Other Parables from Christian Counseling. You can order it from Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or you can also download it as an ebook. Dr. Rita likes to hear about your concerns so she can pray for you. You can email her at care at dr-rita.com or visit the website trinitychristiancounseling.com. You can also call the Trinity Counseling Center at 517-332-6300 and leave a message for her. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. 
Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Stream in the Desert with Dr. Rita. For more information about the program or Dr. Rita, please visit TrinityChristianCounseling.com. Now, back to this week's inspiring program. Stories also help explain the love of God. Have you ever had someone talk to you about God and His love, but you do not really understand what God's love is all about? Perhaps you had that very difficult experience in your life, so it is hard to imagine that God loves you. Using analogy to explain how God gives comfort and protection often helps my patient to comprehend God's love. When they're feeling discouraged, they may not remember what we talk about in the session. If they remember the vivid pictures from the story, they will remember the meaning of the story. Then they can apply the principles they learn to remind themselves how much God loves them. The world may not be safe, but God is safe. People or circumstances may change constantly, but God's love will never change. God can provide comfort and be there when you need it. His love will never change in spite of your weaknesses. He loves you just the way you are. In one of the sessions, my patient was afraid of her future You see, her parents died one after another when she was a teenager. Now that she was married to a husband who loved her and two beautiful children that adored her, in spite of all the good things happened in her life, she often had anxiety. She worried that she would not be able to finish school if her husband had to switch jobs and move to a different state. Then her kids have to change school and she would have no friends. If she could not finish college, she would not be able to find a job to save up for kids. Even if she finished college, she may not find a job due to her lack of experiences. If she could find a job, she had to find childcare for the kids while she was at work. You see, her husband was not thinking about leaving his job. He was talking to her about his future dream job. Because she was a worrier, she began to worry what might happen if her husband changed job. Since this woman worries so much about her future, she had a hard time enjoying her current life. I made up the headlight story to help her to learn to trust God one step at a time. Whenever she remembers the story, she remembers to focus on enjoying the present. Are you like this woman who worries about everything? God knows your future. He will be there to help you when you need help. For now, enjoy the moment God has given you. Another time, there was a depressive man. He had a hard time concentrating at work felt sad most of the time, lost interest in doing activities he used to enjoy, lost his appetite, had difficulty sleeping at night, and overwhelming with guilt feeling in his heart. It was a medication, but the medication made him drowsy. Worst of all, he could not feel his feelings. The side effects of the medication were unbearable. He often wished that he was dead, so he did not have to face today or tomorrow. As he began to feel comfortable, he was reviewing mistakes he made in the past. You see, no matter how hard to try to forget his past, bad memories came up in his mind all the time. 
he could not get rid of the bad images in the past. He told me that he was in the lake watching a kid sinking into the water when he was ten years old. He was so scared that he did not do anything and just ran away. Another time, when he was at war, his friend got shot. He had to run for his own life and left his buddy behind. He found out later on that he died. The flashback of his friend trying to take his last breath came to his mind whenever he closed his eyes trying to sleep. He felt better talking to me about his mistakes, but he has a hard time forgiving himself. I came up with the erasable pad story to help him to see that God has erased all his mistakes one by one, as he was sincerely remorseful for what he did. Is your heart burdened with mistakes you made from the past? Come to God and ask Him to erase all your mistakes one by one. Then ask Him to come to your heart and take control of your life. If you made that prayer, all your sins have been forgiven. God will be with you for the rest of your life. God loves you in spite of your flaws. He only sees beauty in you, as you are His precious child. The erasable past story helped this man to be able to leave his past behind. And figure out what he could do now to rectify his present mistakes. He has been giving testimonies of his healing process. With permission from my patient, I will talk about this man's story more in the future shows. His name will not be mentioned to protect his privacy. Be sure to listen to the show about the erasable pad in one of my future shows. Let's take a break. Stay tuned for the rest of the show. The experts call toll free right now one eight six six four seven two five seven eight seven and ask our all star team to answer your questions. That's one eight six six four seven two fifty seven eighty seven. Thank you for calling VoiceAmerica.com. Are you struggling with relationships and wonder what you need to do? Are you facing crises and challenges in your life? How about emotional disturbances such as anxiety, depression, fear, or stress? Do you need some help? Get a hold of Dr. Rita's Hippo book. In her book, she provides fresh perspectives on how to wisely navigate the challenges in life. She uses parables and analogies to help you find insight and coping strategies in your struggles. The life scenarios she uses in the book are situations you can identify with, as you often find yourself as one of the stories in her book. The title of her book is "The Hippo That Fell Off the Seesaw" and other parables from Christian counseling. You can order it from Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or you can also download it as an ebook. Dr. Rita likes to hear about your concerns, so she can pray for you. You can email her at care at dr-rita.com or visit the website TrinityChristianCounseling.com. You can also call the Trinity Counseling Center at five one seven. Three three two sixty three hundred, and leave a message for her. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships 
self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Stream in the Desert with Dr. Rita. For more information about the program or Dr. Rita, please visit TrinityChristianCounseling.com. Now, back to this week's inspiring program. Oh, we have some callers coming in. Let's welcome them. Hi, how are you all doing? Good. I'm doing fine. Thank you. Good. They're going to talk about how some of their knowledge stories help them. Let's start with the blue dots and white wall story. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm a professional, and at times I uh, have to use stories, or the the stories tend to help uh, get my point across with patients. And one day I had a young man who was having difficulty in his life. Uh, It seemed he was never happy with what he did, and uh, his wife was complaining that he just just lost uh, his joy in the things he did. One of the stories I used was the story of the blue dots and white wall. And the story goes uh, about a young man who's a painter. And he was busy working all day painting this wall over and over again, uh, white, and trying to cover the blue dots. And at the end of the day, he's sitting on the floor, just wore out, almost in tears, when his wife comes by and says, what's the problem? And uh, he says, I just, these darn blue dots, I can't seem to get them covered. I've painted this wall five times, and they're still showing. And she walked over and looked at the wall, and she couldn't see anything, just a beautiful white wall, and uh, and trimmed out perfectly. She says, honey, I just, there isn't no white, there is no white dots. It looks fine. He goes, you're wrong. They're, they're there. I can still see them. And so what this story shows is that this young man had a problem with uh, perfectionism. It's just no matter what he did, he set his goals so ridiculously high that he couldn't achieve them, or he set them for other people too. So he set himself aside that he couldn't see the joys in life, and all he could see was the flaws. So I use this story to tell him, to try to point to him, and says, you know, you got to try to look at the positive sides. I mean... Other people do not see those flaws that you see, and the wall is actually white. So uh, what I did is use one of the suggestions in the story is to go uh, take a challenge each day and try to look for something positive in your experience for the day and not look for the flaws in what's happening each day. So if your child is playing soccer, you know, 
look at the positive side of them being out there and doing their best versus, yes, they missed a shot. Uh, so, and that seemed to help him. He came back after a few weeks and says, you know, it's helping. And what I did is advise him to seek some more counseling to help work on this. So that's one of the examples of how I use the story. Thank you. Let's talk about the backpack story. Yes. I first met Rita in August of 2009. I had what my doctor called a perfect storm. I had been recklessly put on bioidentical hormones by a doctor who didn't know what he was doing. He was placing me on high doses of hormones that could have caused my body great harm. I had recently weaned myself off of Lexapro. One day I was working in my condo's wildflower garden and I stepped on a ground hive of wasps. I was stung multiple times and started swelling up immediately. My friends rushed me to the ready care, and I was given a massive steroid shot. My heart and my mind started racing immediately, and I started vomiting and couldn't eat. I saw my Christian doctor right away, and he worked hard to get my heart and mind to calm down. Over the next couple of weeks, I started losing a lot of weight, and finally my doctor put me in the hospital. They took me off of all the hormones and put me back on Lexapro to calm my mind. Once released from the hospital, my doctor referred me to Rita. The first story Rita talked with me about was the backpack story out of her book, The Hippo That Fell Off the Seesaw. It was about people walking down the street and just randomly picking up other people's backpacks until they could hardly walk as they were so loaded down by the weight of all these packs. And through this story, Rita was helping me to learn to set godly boundaries. She taught me how to remove unhealthy relationships in my life, in other words, bad backpacks, that were major stressors. I was trying to help troubled women. One of them was going through a horrible divorce. Another was having major issues with her husband. And I'd also served for five years on my condo board, and there was a major battle over the pond in the wildflower garden. And I knew that I had to release these women and get off the board, which I did. Through her Christian counseling, Rita helped me to strengthen my relationship with Christ. And through her stories, Rita also helped me to make healthy changes in my life. I started daily praying for Jesus' help and for the Holy Spirit to guide me. I worked hard at living one day at a time and not looking to the past or the future. And I tried to live moment by moment. And I found as I did that, I wasn't living in anxiety or fear anymore, but rather peace and joy. I still talk with Rita every two weeks. At the end of each session, Rita prays for me and for God's leading in my life. She prays specifically for me, depending on what the current issues are in my life. So I'm very grateful that Jesus brought Rita into my life. Thank you so much for your story. Let's go to the melting and floating, frozen, melting and frozen moment story. Hi, I'm a retired teacher, mother of four, grandmother of eight. The story, Frozen or Melting Moments, described my situation. Like the character, I would deal with my strong emotions by freezing up, pushing my feelings deep down under the surface. That seemed to work pretty well most of the time, and I avoided conflict. Oftentimes, I would also use the melting. Um, I would still push my own needs down, but I tried to please everyone else to keep peace, regardless of the personal effect on me. Unfortunately, another experiencing, uh, experience of melting includes occasionally erupting, like a volcano. 
I could suppress my powerfully strong feelings for only so long. And then when I was in a disagreement with my husband, whom I felt safe with, I would erupt like a volcano, blowing up completely, going to the other extreme for my usual frozen moments. Over time, Dr. Rita helped me uncover the source of my strong feelings and encouraged me to be appropriately assertive. I learned how to bring up and respond to conflictual situations. My outbursts have become quite rare, and my husband and I now have much more effective communication. As it says at the end of the story, Jesus said in the New Testament of the Bible, I am leaving you with the gift, peace of mind and heart, and the peace I give isn't like the world gives, so don't be troubled or afraid. It takes wisdom and courage to be appropriately assertive, and with Jesus and Dr. Rita, I was able to gain some of each. Let's go to the train track story. The story of the train on the train track has helped me with my anger problem that I've carried with me most of my life. My anger tends to be fueled by anxiety and fear. The following situations are my most common areas of anger. The fear of, fear of failure and with frustration. When I'm fixing something or working on house projects and it's not going well, I find my anxiety rising and with that my anger. My inner thoughts are, oh great, I probably can't fix this. My impatience grows and that feeds my anxiety and I get even more mad and angrier until I explode. <clears throat> my anger is like the train going down the train track in a high speed. If I don't stop, I will fall off the cliff. So I try to stop and use techniques like in the story of the train on the track of taking a time out, walking away, cooling off and distracting myself for a short time, just doing something else, getting a drink, going to the bathroom, then later, I can, can be thinking, what can I do differently or what other tool would be better for fixing this? That way I can stop the train before it goes over the cliff. And I can work on fixing the problem and not be focusing on the problem. And uh, also planning more, ahead, planning ahead more. What tools and equipment would I need for this project? It can be frustrating having to climb down or clear around back to the garage for tools or other things that that would be needed. And uh, what if the screw strips out? What can I do if I can't fix this? There are some things I may not be able to do, but this is okay too. <clears throat> the second is the uh, fear of being hurt. When I'm driving and some driver cuts me off or is following too close or some other thing that I think is dangerous, I can feel my anxiety and my fear building. Sometimes the anger would seem to come on so sudden and I could feel the road rage right now explode and then I would yell at them or make other gestures and could have caused an incident or accident myself. I am learning now to distract myself off others and do other things like changing the station or looking at license plates to see what state or what dealer the car may have come from. They may not be from around here or trying a different route that might have lighter traffic. I can also tell myself, now that I am retired, I do not need to hurry like them. So I can slow down and let them in. Maybe they're running late and worried they might get in trouble. So I try to stop the anger before it goes off the tracks. Thank you. Thank you. 
let's go to training bike story. Oh, hi. I'm a, I am also retired and an active grandmother. I first read the bike ride in Dr. Rita's office while I was waiting to see her. I was feeling very stressed and anxious about the ongoing problems in my life. I was comforted reading about the faithful, caring father in the story and realized that my Heavenly Father always protected and guided me because of his tender love for me. That was my immediate reaction to the story. But when I reached home, I wondered what the Lord was trying to say to me. In the story, Sarah had total reliance on her father, so was able to stay balanced on her bike, even after having to graduate to ride without training wheels. She trusted her father, so she didn't have to be afraid. I learned from the Lord that I used to trust him, but because of the problems that had come into my life, I had become fearful of the future and no longer put my trust in him. I kept falling off my bike and kept trying to get back again by myself and never asking for any help. The result was I had become very anxious and had lost confidence in praying, thinking that the Lord was not listening. When I stopped going to the Lord with my problems, I lost his sense of peace. Since reading the story, God has continued to teach me to trust him and has also taught me about worshiping him too. I worship him each day by getting to know him, being assured of his love. There is no need for me to be afraid. Actually, learning to worship him, which I am still learning to do, came first before I started to trust again. Even though my problems remain, I can daily talk them over in prayer, knowing he will share the load and will direct me as I learn to listen and follow him. I am assured that he had me read the story that day because it spoke to my heart. Thank you so much. Thank you for being in my show. I appreciate all of you. If you want to read more analogy stories from the Hippos book, you can order it from Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com. You can also download as an ebook. The title of the book is The Hippo That Fell Off the Seesaw and Other Parables from Christian Counseling. The book is divided into different chapters. Some of the chapters are challenges in life, Christian living, con- conflict resolution, emotional disturbance, relationship, self-esteem. Some of the stories may include like hippo story, cow story, giant truck, farmer jack, relational circle, group picture, twilight song, and many others. You may be able to find insight in handling difficult situations in a simple and fun way. I'll be talking about the hippo story on my next show. I'll use real life example to illustrate the meaning of the analogy story. You may be even find yourself in some of the stories. Take care for now. Come join me for the next episode of The Stream in the Desert. Thank you for joining us this week for Stream in the Desert. Be sure to return next Sunday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, or on demand anytime for another story and program with Dr. Rita on the Voice America Variety Channel. Enjoy the rest of your week.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.